Well, the aces, having lost all their money, are preparing to move out of their bungalow into an apartment. But the apartment must be big enough to include Jane's 18-year-old niece, Betty, who came to town hoping to work for Mr. Race. But Mr. Race himself is looking for a job, too. Our scene now is about half past five in the evening at the bungalow. Marge has just entered and is met by Jane. Listen. The man who just left here? Oh, those are the men I called up to come about the moving. About the moving? Don't tell me you found an apartment already. All right. Why, Jane? What? Look, did you find an apartment? Well, do you want me to tell you or don't you? Well, of course I do. Oh, I thought maybe you felt like I do about it. I'm just so black and blue thinking about it. I don't like to even talk about it. But did you find an apartment? Yes, this afternoon. Well, did you decide on it without it? Oh, no, I called him and he said if I thought it was all right to take it. Well, where is it? It's the Boulevard apartment. The Boulevard? Oh, where, Paul? Well, the rent's cheap there. That's the main thing. It's hard to find a place with two extra rooms for what we can pay for. Two extra? Oh, am I included in this? Why, sure you are. I got a room for you and one for Betty. Oh. Why? What did you think? Did you think of moving somewhere else? Well, I didn't know what... Oh, you did think of moving. Well, if Betty isn't like a friend, when things go wrong, they want to leave. Oh, now, Jen, you don't mean that about me. Well, you just said it. I said I didn't know what my status was to be. Of course I want to live with you. You know that. You don't think I relish living somewhere alone, do you? No, I don't. I know you didn't enjoy where you used to live before you came here to live with us. That room you had was one window. Two windows, if you please. Oh, yes, if you count that little window in there. <laughs> just the same, it wasn't such a bad room. But just the idea of living alone. After living here with you, I couldn't stand the solitude. Well, you just wait till you see this room I got for you. I'll take your word for it. Oh, and those men from the moving company, uh, when are they coming back to move it? Well, day after tomorrow, first thing in the morning, we have to be all packed. Oh, and I better get started on my stuff tonight. Well, what time's dinner? I don't know. As soon as everybody comes home, I told Laura that we have to wait till everybody got here. Oh, yes. How about Laura? What about it? I mean, you're going to have to let her go, aren't you? Have you told her? No, I haven't. Yeah. I know. I've just been hating you all day. Well, you better get it over with and right away. I'll call. Oh, Marge, I just hate to say anything to her. Oh, I'll come out here, will you? Oh, I know she's going to feel awful about it. Well, you have to do it. Now, you tell her. Well, all right. Well, me too. No, no, I'll tell her. She's so fancy I'm going to have to sort of hint around, you know, in a roustabout way. Well, that's how you do. Oh, here she is. Did you call me, man? Yes, Mrs. Ace wants to talk to you, Laura. I'm going in and tidy up there. Uh, Laura? Yes, Miss. I went on who? Those two men that were here before. Oh, yes, they're... Did you hear me talking to them? Oh, no, ma'am. I was busy getting dinner. Who are they, ma'am? Moving, ma'am. Oh, moving, ma'am. Are they going to take pictures? Pictures? They're going to take everything. They are. Me, too. You? Well, well, that's what I want to talk to you about, Laura. Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, come over here. I can't holler to you. Oh, yes, ma'am. I didn't know that. Uh, you were Laura, remember that $2 raise I gave you last week? Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you very much, ma'am. Uh, now, wait a minute. Let me talk. Yes, ma'am. Well, uh, I know you're going to feel awful about this, but, well, here's the whole thing in a shell hole. I'm going to have to take back the $2 raise. You won't, Oh, now, don't feel so bad about it. Well, I can't help it, ma'am. 
I only had it one week. Well, it's better than having it too long getting used to it, isn't it? Yes, ma'am, I, I guess so. Well, sure it is. Now, stop looking so sad. Worse things than that can happen. What, ma'am? Well, uh... First thing to that. I don't know what it could be. Well, they could. So, uh, I have to take back the $2 raise. Well, all right, ma'am. Well, we got that settled. Uh, Laura? Yes, ma'am. And, uh, now I'm going to have to take back the rest of your salary, too. To this, Yes, I wanted to tell you this a little bit at a time. Just sort of break the news to you. That's why I took back your raise first. Now I can tell you the rest of it. I'm going to have to take back the rest of your salary, too. But I don't know what you mean, ma'am. That doesn't leave me very much, does it? Well, hardly anything. Why, it don't leave anything if you take the raise and the salary. See, and you said nothing could be worse. Now, cheer up. Cheer up? Well, I better tell you the whole thing. You see, Miss Ray's lost all our money. No, Oh, in business. You wouldn't understand it, Laura. Well, it looks to me like you didn't understand it either, Minion. Who? Mr. Ace. If he lost all his money. Well, he did, but it doesn't mean he didn't understand it. He just happened to lose it. How about all the time we had it and he didn't lose it? He understood it then. Turn about a fair play, isn't it? Well, yes, I guess. Well, now, just because he lost it and we're going to have to move into an apartment, that's no reason that he does Move into an apartment? Yes, we're moving day after tomorrow. You mean you're not going to leave here, ma'am? No, how can we live here with no money? That's why I have to let you go, too, Laura. Especially now with my niece here living with us, that would make even more work for you. And I couldn't even tell you what I've been paying you, much less a raise. Well, who's going to do all the cooking then? I will. I did it before, and I guess what was good enough for me is good enough for me. And Miss Marge, too, man, is she going to move in with you? Oh, yes. Marge always lives with us. But that makes so much work, man. You'll have to have somebody helping you. Well, we can't afford it, Laura. And I'm not the kind of a wife that goes around naking her husband because he lost his money and I have to do all the work. I say a wife to take the bitter with the better. When we first got married, things were bitter. And then when they got better, I took the better. But now that they're bitter, don't you think I ought to take the bitter? I think I better. Yes, ma'am, I guess so. But this is kind of sudden, ma'am. I'm so used to working here. And I don't know if I can find something else. Oh, sure you can, Laura. Well, I don't know, ma'am. And besides, I like you, ma'am, very much. Well, terrifying, Laura. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. And I don't mind coming in and getting the dinners, ma'am, and sort of helping around the apartment. But I can't afford it, Laura. Well, couldn't I do it just for my meals and my car fare? Just for your meals and car fare? Yes, ma'am. You see, I live with my girlfriend, and just for the winter, I thought I could sort of stay on. Well, if you want to, Laura. Oh, I do want to, ma'am. Well... Is it a bargain, ma'am? Well, it's a bargain for me. I don't think it's such a bargain for you, though, Laura, because... Well, did you get it all set up, then? Yes, I told her, Marge, but she doesn't want to quit. Doesn't want to quit? No, no. no. What do you mean? Well, I don't mind working just for my meals and car fare. It's because she likes me so much, Marge. 
Yes, I can say she must. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, I'll hurry and get dinner. I feel so much better now, ma'am. You do? Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome, Ma. <laughs> well, that's right for you. The girl gets fired and she feels much better. Yes, and you should have seen how bad she felt a little while ago when I told her I was going to have to take back the $2 raise I gave her last week. <laughs> what? Yes, she just felt awful. Oh, you started out by just taking back the raise? Well, I didn't like to come right out and tell her. I know how bad I feel that we have to leave here so you can imagine. Yes, and I wanted to talk to you about that thing. About what? About how bad you feel because all this had to happen. Now, you know, Ace feels worse about it than any other. Yes, I guess he does. So how about you trying to pet him up a little? What do you mean? I mean, don't show it so plainly. Be gay, kind of. Laugh it off. Take it in good spirit. Oh, you mean in front of him? That's the idea. Just tell him it could be much worse. Could be much worse. All in a lifetime. All in a lifetime. Laugh and be merry, you know, so he won't feel any worse than he does. Oh, I know what you mean, Mark. I guess I shouldn't look so sad as that. That's the idea, Jay. Oh, there you know. Oh, is that you, dear? Yes, yes. yes. Oh, you got home early, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I, I did. There isn't much for me to do now. Oh, well, the worst is yet to come, dear. <laughs> the worst is yet to come. <laughs> oh, well, we're only young once in a while. What is this? Well, the movie men were here a little while ago. Oh, they were. Yes, and we had more fun figuring out how we're going to pack everything. Fun? <laughs> Is that your idea of fun? Oh, yes, it's kind of exciting. I just can't wait till we get to the new apartment and get settled up. Mm, settling up is going to be the hard part. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Not only does all this happen to just us, but we have to have an extra person on our hands. By the way, where is Betty? Betty? Oh, she'll be home pretty soon. She's been out looking around. For a job, you mean? Yes, she wanted to get started right away. I told her she ought to take a vacation first. She just got A vacation, it. huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's probably on the longest vacation she ever had right now and doesn't know it. Oh, now, Ace, don't talk like well, that. Well, I know the tough time I'm having. If I can't get anything, what chance is she going to have? Oh, why don't you be an optician, dear? An optician? <laughs> Look at the world through rose-colored glasses. Is that what you mean? Yes, after all. Oh, we ought to be happy. <laughs> oh, there's Betty now. I'll let her in there. Well, I'm glad she's here. I'm starved. Oh, are we still eating? Oh, why don't you snap out of that? Is that a way to talk? Oh, hello, Betty. Who is that? I do now. Don't say things like that. <laughs> Betty, what is it? Successful. You mean you found yourself a job? I have. Well, good work. Oh, is it good work? See, dear, she found good work. Well, Betty, how did you do it? It was a triumph for science over mediocrity. Oh, that's much. What kind of work is that? <laughs> it's the kind of work I've been trained for. So what is it? Where is it? It's a private secretarial job with all the accessories. Isn't that more of what is it, Betty? I'm telling you where it's going. Private secretary. I get 25 a week to start with, and if I'm all I say I am, I get 30. $30. Well, dear, how's that? Well, that's... Just dandy. Isn't it? Now we're all getting settled. Cheer up, dear. I got the apartment today. Betty got a job. And now that leaves you, dear. Cheer up. You're the only fly in the oatmeal. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't like yes, that. Yes, I, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> a girl, Jane. That's cheering him up. And so our friends begin to straighten themselves out. We drop in on them in their new environment when next we meet the easy 